Welcome to the CEO Moms Building Wealth Podcast, where we redefine success and empower moms to thrive in every aspect of life. I'm your host, Kimberly, a wife, mom to four young kids, tech strategist, and business owner times three. We'll dive deep into the unique journey of moms who are taking charge, building businesses, and creating wealth, because we know that life is about so much more than just financial success. Join us as we explore the stories, triumphs, and challenges of these incredible women who are balancing entrepreneurship, motherhood, and everything in between. We'll discuss strategies for building thriving businesses, nurturing our relationships, and taking care of ourselves. Because let's face it, being a mom and a CEO requires a superpower. This isn't your average business podcast. We keep it real, raw, and relatable. Just genuine conversations with amazing CEO moms who are rocking their lives while building wealth on their terms. So grab a cup of coffee or a glass of wine, find a cozy spot, and get ready to be inspired, empowered, and know that you're not alone. Together, we'll shatter glass ceilings, redefine success, and show the world that being a CEO mom is the ultimate superpower. Let's dive in. Hey there. It is the week between Christmas and New Year's. I like to call it the lost week. I think we all feel that, right? It's Christmas is over, but New Year's hasn't happened. The house, you're still trying to figure out where you're going to put all the stuff that you got for Christmas for all of these people in your house. Kids are off of school. Maybe you're off of work. Our office is closed this week, actually. And it's just chaotic in usually a fun and magical way. So if you're catching this after the lost week, no worries. But I just wanted to come and do a short and sweet episode for you sharing, um, you know, we're all kind of getting into, you know, the end of 2023, we're heading into 2024. And, you know, everybody's thinking about goals and planning and what it's going to look like. And we we did ours back um, at the very beginning of December. And I just, you know, it's always helped me over the years to hear how others think about the new year, plan for the new year, set their goals, what is their approach. And I I, I feel like I have a pretty good process now at this point, but I still like to hear what everyone's doing. And so I decided that I would share um, this kind of easy to listen to episode uh, with you and just share my approach to goal setting and planning for the new year and what our focuses are going to be. And it's definitely an amalgamation of lots of different approaches that I've heard from people from um, more business planning to more personal planning, more theoretical, you know, what, what are your goals and affirmations to the tactical of, okay, how do we, how do we actually put that into action? And just lots of trial and error, figuring out what works for me, what works for my business, as my business has evolved, as our family has grown and changed, right? All of these different things. So I want to remind you to find what works for you. Take the pieces of this that sound really good for you and leave the rest and mix it in with someone else that you've heard that you liked pieces of theirs, right? So I want to start off with, I always choose a word of the year, and that is that is what I sort of base everything else off of. A couple of times I've done it where I've set my goals and then I pick the word based off of those goals, but I really usually choose the word first and then use that to set some of my other intentions for the year. Up until 2024, 
the word that I've chosen has applied to both my business and my personal life because they were so intertwined, right? I was the business. The business was me. But now that I have some other team members, the business is not just me. And so it was important that we chose a word together and we chose a word that fit what the firm is doing. And that's different actually from what I'm striving for in my personal life in 2024. So for the first time ever, I have two words of the year. So I want to share the firm's word of the year that we came up with and that is flourish. And my personal word of the year, which is imperfect. And if you know me or if you've listened to anything that that I've said over the last couple of years, That is a very difficult word. That is going to be a challenge for this year. But I think that I that I need to. I was actually when we were sitting as a team talking about our firm word of the year, I Googled words and this word generator came up. And so I just kept clicking through and then imperfect landed. And even though we were doing the firm's word, I wrote it down because I knew that that was a sign that that needed to be my personal word of the year for 2024. So those are our words of the year. So the next part of my process in planning. Um, so I'm I'm not gonna. I'll I'll get into some of the things that that we do uh, tactically at the firm, but I'm just I'm gonna really stick sort of high level to keep this easy peasy. And as always, if you have any follow up questions or you want to know more details, I'm happy to share. And you can send me a DM on Instagram at Tara CPA Firm, and I'll I'm happy to always answer that for you. So. My first thing that I do after I choose my word is I list out my high-level personal goals. And I always start with this so that I make sure that my family goals, my personal goals are a priority. um, And then I create my business goals around that. And this is crucial for me because I... I love my job. I love what I do. I love the practice that I've built. I love how we serve our clients. And if given the opportunity, I'm very much a workaholic and it, I, I, I fall back into those behaviors and I really don't want to. So I list out um, our, our high level personal goals first. So some of those are financial, right? So how much savings do we want to have? What do we want our retirement accounts to look like? How many vacations do we want to take based on our travel budget for the year? How much time do I want to spend individually with each child? What what special things can I do for them in the upcoming year? What do I want my personal self-care habits look like? I have been very honest that in 2023 I have really had zero self-care and it's not good and I that is one of my main goals that I am looking to change in 2024 is to have more time for self-care to prioritize carving time out for self-care what does self-care look like I I just really feel like I've lost myself here in 2023 as a person so that's a big goal for 2024. Then I list out my high-level business goals and focus for the year, right? So for example, our main focus for 2024 is visibility and processes. And so when we were listing out all of our strategic initiatives, most of them needed to center around these two themes for the year. And then we can break those down into other high-level goals But I really think that having a main focus or two main focus for the year is key. So then for me, (laughs) because I'm a numbers person, I list out our financial goals 
and then reverse engineer everything from there. And I start with what our financial goals are and reverse engineer into who do we need to serve to achieve those. And for me, this feels this feels aligned and this feels good because I've never approached my business or my practice from a place of only wanting money. And I think that that is why a lot of CPA firms out there are not providing good service. I honestly think, I think it's, I think it's a little twofold. I think that, um, you know, some people just feel bad saying no when people need the help, but I think a lot of it is, is money greed. And so taking on another client means more money, but that client is not being served in the way that they should be. I've also seen peers take on unethical engagements, clients who aren't doing what they're supposed to do. And I will never, I have never, and will never put myself in a position where I'm taking a client um, just for the money if they're not aligned with our firm's values. Or we we know we can't help them. That's just not something for me. So we think about who do we need to serve and who do we want to serve to achieve our financial goals. And then the third step, especially for us in 2024, was we set out our marketing goals to meet these goals of who we're going to help, who we're going to serve, who we're going to bring in as aligned clients that we're going to give the most incredible experience to. And so again, our main focus for 2024 is visibility and processes. We are so dialed in on our client fulfillment. It is it is where we've always shined. I didn't I didn't really realize this uh, until I started paying attention to to other firms out there and really listening to clients coming in and the the experiences that they were having but it's why we have a 97% client retention rate Um, but now we're also focusing on those processes to ensure that we don't lose that feeling that intimacy as we scale and as we grow and as other people are helping our clients and it's not just me how do we have that continuity of experience of high level concierge experience for our clients So that's just a really quick breakdown of how I do things personally, of how I do things professionally. Um, I'm really excited that I'm at the point in my business and life where I have a word for the business and it's very different from the word that I have personally. It's it's scary and exciting all the time. Um, Oh, another thing that I wanted to mention is when I'm listing out our financial goals, and remember for us, the way that I do my planning, I start with the financial goals and then back into everything. And of course I can make adjustments as needed, right? If if we set a financial goal, but then we back into um, how many clients we need to serve and we think about the capacity that our team has, we might have to adjust it and say, we have to decrease our financial goals because we can't realistically serve that number of clients that well, right? Or maybe we need to go back and look at our offers, but we're not, we're not, Re- redoing our offers at this time so um, we can make tweaks there right but we also do a good better and best when we are creating these financial projections um, and so we know that the firm's minimum is to meet our good but we have incentives and we have really exciting things that we're going to look forward to if we meet our better and best goals and obviously we have to update our our other goals our other marketing goals um to achieve that better invest but sometimes it's you know I'm the type of person who used to set only the best goals right and they're unrealistic and then you feel 
defeated, I guess, or like a failure or disappointed in yourself because you don't meet those goals, but they were really unrealistic to start off with. So laying our goals out separately in a good, better, best fashion feels so good to know that like right now, at this in December and in January, we're shooting for those good goals. And when Q1 comes to an end and we meet to talk about Q2, we're going to see where are we on on the path to these good goals? Are we already on track to our better, right? But we can we can still not we can still feel like we've accomplished our goals if we just hit the good and not the better or the best, but we also have a plan in place if we really start rocking and rolling and we're on our way to those goods by the end of quarter 1, we know where we're going for our better and best. And my my team is motivated, they are self-starters, they are just incredible humans, and so I know that seeing those in black and white on the spreadsheet are it's going to motivate them to say, how can I support the firm? How can we support our clients? How can we better serve so that we can hit those best goals too? So I hope you found this helpful. I hope that this was light and easy uh, on this on this crazy, chaotic, lost week of the year. And from my family to yours, from everyone at the Terra CPA firm to you, we wish you a happy holidays and a very happy and prosperous new year here in 2024 in just a few short days. Thank you so much for listening to the CEO Moms Building Wealth Podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's episode and found inspiration in the stories of our incredible CEO moms. If you found value in this podcast, please consider sharing it with a friend who could benefit from our empowering conversations and leave a review on your favorite podcast platform to help us reach more listeners. This ensures we can continue to deliver content that resonates with you and together we can create a community of CEO moms who uplift and inspire one another. And remember, building wealth is about more than just financial success. It's about creating a life that fulfills and empowers you. So keep thriving, chasing your dreams, and nurturing your relationships. You're an extraordinary CEO mom. See you next time.